are inseparably connected. The Santiago theory of cognition, in particular, identifies cognition, the process of knowing, with the very process of life. The self-organizing activity of living systems at all levels of life is mental or cognitive activity. Thus, life and cognition are inseparably connected. Cognition is embedded in matter at all levels of life. Moreover, the theory asserts that cognition is not a representation of an independently existing world, but rather a bringing forth or enacting of a world through the process of living. Jeremy Lent applies this insight to history, recognizing the power of the human mind to construct its own reality and arguing that the cognitive frames through which different cultures perceive reality have had a profound effect on their historical direction. Engaging the reader in an archaeology of the mind, he shows how in different epochs of history, dominant cognitive frames can be defined in terms of certain fundamental patterns of meaning. Everything is connected. The hierarchy of the gods, split cosmos, split human. The harmonious web of life, nature as machine, and so on. From this cognitive perspective, Lent proposes new answers to some age-old questions of human history. Is it our true nature to be selfish and competitive, or empathic and community-minded? How did the rise of agriculture set the stage for our current ecological crisis? Why did the scientific revolution take place in Europe and not in Chinese or Islamic civilization? What are the root causes of our modern global culture of rampant consumerism, and is there a way we can change that culture? In our time of global crisis, which desperately needs guidance through new and life-affirming metaphors, the answers to these questions are more important than ever. Fritjof Capra, physicist, author of The System's View of Life. Preface A Cognitive History of Humanity This book takes an approach to history that recognizes the power of the human mind to construct its own reality. It offers a simple thesis. Culture shapes values, and those values shape history. While this might appear self-evident to some, it's an approach at odds with some widely accepted principles of modern historical interpretation. There are good reasons why contemporary historians have denied the importance of culture in shaping history, but this has led to an unnecessarily limited understanding of our past. In today's world, reeling from global crises and transfixed by the dazzle of technology, it is more important than it has ever been to understand how values have shaped history and, consequently, how they might also shape our future. The book introduces an approach I call cognitive history. In the broadest terms, cognitive science is the analytical study of the human mind. It is an interdisciplinary tradition that began in the decades following World War II and has since expanded in many directions, leading to important insights in fields as diverse as neuroscience, linguistics, and anthropology. Like these other fields, Cognitive history analyzes its subject with reference to the cognitive structures of the human mind. In this book, it attempts to interpret historical phenomena, such as the rise of agriculture, the scientific revolution, and our current world system, from a cognitive perspective.
In doing so, it recognizes the enormous complexity of human culture and draws from recent advances in systems thinking to develop an interpretive framework. For those interested in the book's methodological underpinnings, this preface places it in the context of modern interpretations of history and shows how the system's approach to understanding complexity can be usefully applied to the field of history. Truth and Reason, or Geography and Greed As a teenager growing up in London, I remember sitting in the living room and watching television with my father as we avidly soaked up The Ascent of Man, an award-winning BBC documentary series produced by Dr. Jacob Bronowski. For my father, it was a splendid exposition of how man, there were no qualms in those days about giving humanity a male gender, climbed from peak...